0: Welcome to the Cross Lane Podcast, a community committed to bringing people to Jesus. All right. Well, I am so delighted that today has just worked out uh, like this, where I get to spend my last day with you, opening up scriptures and just studying alongside you and being encouraged by God and His, His Word. Uh, it was It was. If if you're your visitor with us, there's going to be things in here for you. Don't don't get me wrong. You you absolutely will hopefully learn something uh, this morning. But I just want to be straight up. Today's a little unique in that um, you're looking at a guy uh, that's just uh, talking to several people in the room that have been on this journey with me for a lot of years. And I'm just using this time to really encourage and, and spur you guys on. And so... Welcome to everyone, and I'm really delighted that we get to spend the day like this. The first thing we're going to do, though, is I do need everybody's participation, like everyone. You you cannot not participate. If you don't participate, your mansion will be smaller in heaven. (laughs) So we need full participation, all right? And there's just choices. We're just going to make some simple choices right now. You have every right to choose as you see fit but I need to see every hand so we can see just how we line up in this, in this room. So the first choice, we're just going to go get your appetites going with some pictures of food. Uh, pizza or cheeseburger, what kind of guy or gal are you, if you're going to go out to eat maybe for lunch, what, what are you thinking? Are we, are we, are we hands up for pizza. Pizza. Oh, man, you even got the shout. Uh, cheeseburger. Oh, okay, man, that was pretty even. Okay, all right. Well, let's do another choice. Uh, what we got here? Okay, your mojo in the morning. Now, yes, Coke counts. Diet Coke, zero Coke, you know, six calories per sip Coke, whatever it is. <laughs> All the different Cokes you get, that's it. What do you need in the morning to get going? Coke? Coffee. Diet Coke, yeah? Coffee? Coffee. Yeah. yeah, woo! That's what I'm talking about, both services, making me proud, that's, that's great. Get that coffee. All right, All right next up, we got vacation. Are we headed to the ocean or are we headed to the mountains? Give it up for the ocean. Oh my, mountains. Man, come on. Yes, they are majestic guys. All right, ocean crushes that one. Now this next one might start a little strife in here, but that's okay. That's all right. We can handle that. Um, Your college, what do we got right here? IU Purdue. Purdue? Boiler up. I heard that first service. Gee. IU. Yep, IU. That's right. you. <laughs> there we go. I love it. Go trees. That's not, hey, I'm all about that. That's good. All right, we've got one more, and ladies, I'm telling you, just contain yourselves, okay? This is, this is self-control, but men, you're not fooling anyone. I know your heart's about to flutter, too, so let's see it. Ho <laughs> David or Tom? Man, Knight Rider? Knight Rider. David? Hasselhoff? Knight, uh, Magnum P.I. <laughs> Tom Selleck. <laughs> you gotta love some Tom Selleck. Man, talk about a holy moment. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> oh. But choices, right? I mean, we've got all kinds of choices. And really, if you think about it, our life, our life is just full of the consequences of the choices we make, right? I mean, there's, there's all these choices. It was easy for me, to, as I saw that this day was going to be lining up in the particular fashion that it has, uh, that I, would, I was just elated, like, yes, we're going to look at Moses. Uh, Moses laid a choice before his people. And I just want to share with you what, what was the backstory of Moses as he approaches people with this choice. You see, Moses had journeyed with these people for a while. He had sung songs of deliverance. He had preached. He had taught. He had grown frustrated. <laughs> he, he has felt everything that a pastor of a local church would, w- would feel. And, and, and as he journeyed with them, there came to be this time, this moment where now he was going to be parting from them. And he, we can look to his words to see what what he said as he wrapped up his, his, his time with them. And not that I can improve upon his words, but I think we all, we all can be encouraged by what Moses said to the people in this moment. See, Moses says, guys, it's time to wrap it up. Come around. And and he gets gets the Israelites around and he says, listen, everything I've commanded you, meaning everything, everything I've commanded you, songs we've sung or or, or lessons we've learned and out in the desert, everything I've commanded you, it's not hard for you to do. He brings them in, he says, everything I've commanded for you to do, you can do it. it. It's not up in the heavens to where somebody would have to say, like, well, who's going to go get it for us and teach us how to do it? And he said, and it's not like far across the sea that you're going to have to send someone across the sea to attain it for us, to tell us how to do He said, it's not like that. And Moses goes on and he says, it's in your mouth and it's in your heart. Just obey it. So he gathers them around and he says, listen, it's in your heart, it's in your mouth, just obey it just obey it. And then he says this, because if you do, you will be in the land of blessing. You, you will live like God wants you to live, and I'm telling you, that's a sweet spot to live. And then he said, but you've got a choice. You can also choose over here, outside of the land of blessing. If you don't do what God clearly tells you to do, which you're capable of doing it, if you don't do it You're actually going to lose things. Things will be stripped away, and life will be hard, and it will not be blessed. He said, guys, there's a a choice before you. And then Moses, telling people he loves, he's just saying, choose life. Choose life. And then he sums it up like this. He says, choose life. Why? So that you may love the Lord your God. And in verse 20 of, of chapter 30, he says this. You may love the Lord your God and then he says, listen to his voice and hold fast to him, for the Lord is your life. So Moses is wrapping up. He calls them all in. He calls them all in. Guys, 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 guys. Everything. Think about this. We've got to wrap this up. Everything I've commanded you, you can do it. It's not far. It's inside you. Do it. You can do it or not do it. And I'm telling you, do it. Do it. And as you do this, this is what will happen. You will love the Lord your God. And when you love him, what does that look like? You're going to do two things. You're going to listen to his voice and you're going to hold fast to him. And he's saying, for the Lord is your life. So what I want to do is I just want to look at these couple phrases that Moses felt most important to pass on. Listen to his voice and hold fast to him. When we start talking about listen, we we we, we have to understand like in, in Hebrew the word meant totally like you, when you hear or listen it means you actually hear it and it manifests like you you react to it it's not just like you listen to it 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 changed you 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 are hearing it and it's a full body manifestation of what you just heard you are you are doing it over fifteen hundred times we hear this word hear. Or listen. Now, that means Christians. This, this is not me being funny. It's, it's the truth. Like Christians have a way of being choosing when we want to be deaf. Like we have a hard time listening to God. All throughout Scripture, that's what it is. If you have any experience with friends or with children, uh, nieces, nephews, grandkids, you guys know this. It's easy to for kids to choose to be deaf sometimes, or some of your husbands. <laughs> it, it's easy. It's easy to do that. But he, he, here's what we know. 1,500 times, that's the problem. Even if I said the greatest command, what's the greatest command? Love the Lord your God with all your heart. So the Shema, even the greatest command has a prior command. It starts out with, hear, O Israel. It's a command. So listening is a huge thing. So much that, that when you have Moses wrapping up everybody, the first thing he utters out of, love the Lord your God, listen to his voice. Listen to his voice. This is huge. Now, the first time we hear the audible voice of God in scriptures is at Jesus' baptism. And that's in Matthew three seventeen. and we see this, what God says, this is my dearly loved son who brings me great joy. Now, friends, I want to encourage you. This is not just for Jesus. This, this particular sentence right here in this context of this story is about Jesus because it's his baptism. But, but God feels like this for you. And that's not me just jumping it. Romans 5.5 5 tells us that. Romans 5 says um, that when we were given the Spirit, God's love poured out over us. He are dearly loved. You bring me great joy. When Jesus was baptized, The dove, the Holy Spirit descended, and we heard the voice of God say, This is my dearly loved son. You bring me great joy. Those are the two things that happen simultaneously in Romans 5, 5 for you and me. So this is not exclusive to Jesus. You are a dearly loved daughter, a dearly loved son of God. And that's why his voice has absolutely got to be supreme number one that you are listening to. If you've ever studied sociology, or you've, you've heard of the looking-glass theory. And the looking-glass theory simply states that you become what the most important person in your life thinks you are. For some of us, that is completely terrifying <laughs> with the caliber of people maybe we hang out with. Uh, but this is why. Again, let, let's remember. Let's remember what's going on here. Moses, we don't have time to look at all his whole life and everything that's led up to this moment. But Moses has experience with the Lord. Moses has heard all kinds of crazy things on his own life. Moses has had a growing up, it's probably not the perfect, right? It wasn't the perfect family going to church. Moses speaks up and says, you have to listen to his voice, number one. Why? Because he knows you're going to become the most important, you're who the most important person thinks you are. Friends, we have many competing voices in our world today. And that's not just a simple statement. The weight of that truth has got, we can't nonchalantly go, go on with life and not think that. The images and voices and messages that just berate us every day, I mean, they just overtake us we have to make sure that we're listening to the voice of God. So let me just offer you another encouraging tip. When you read scriptures and you're trying to listen to the voice of God, personalize it. Meaning, when you come across the word don't in a commandment, think, don't hurt yourself. That's what God's saying. Like, don't even finish the command. Just if you see the word don't, you say, don't hurt yourself. God doesn't want me to hurt myself. So I probably should not do this and this and this, as the rest of the command describes. And if it says do... Do yourself a favor. Do this. It's good for you. You'll find favor. You'll be blessed. So when you read any commandments in scriptures, personalize it and know that God is saying, you are my dearly loved son. You bring me great joy. Don't do this. Do this. Now, that can be difficult. Anytime you try to listen to the voice of God, our God is not inactive. He's active. So it's going to, he's going to urge you per, or, or nudge you to do certain things. He's going to change you. And sometimes we want to resist that. For me personally, I know that happened my freshman year of college. Coming out of high school, I was resisting. I, I, and, and, and I did not want to change. But you know what happened? I wanted to hear the voice of God. I wanted him, but I didn't want to change. And you know what? That recipe is just complete Misery, Because the more you listen, the more you can't refuse it. You either have to ignore it altogether and try to do your own thing, but you can't just start listening to the voice of God and not change. It just won't work. It will leave you miserable because you you'll know that you need to be doing things. And that's the dilemma of scriptures. That is the dilemma of scriptures all the way through, that God is constantly saying, guys, you're going to have to leave this old way. If you're going to walk in this new way, you're you're going to have to part from this old way of thinking and step into a new way of thinking. And that's what God wants us to do. And so the first thing for many of us that we truly might need to do today is when we do a to-do list, you know, and begin the things that we need to stop, it might be you need to stop giving such importance to voices in your life that are not worthy of it. And you need to listen to his voice. Because right there, you will find out your worth and who you are and who you're meant to be. Friends, I can't hurt you enough. Moses caught them all around. He says, I want you to love the Lord your God. I want you to listen to his voice. It's the first thing to do. Listening to that voice every day will be critical. It's critical to who you are and who you will become. You have a choice. Listen listen to the voice of god secondly moses told us to hold fast to it now if i could go back to high school i guarantee you i would grab 10 of my friends and we would take part of what you're about to see this video as we talk about holding fast i'm going to check this out this is a rope swing here why would another one not jump on and wait for it let's go again and they're going to keep going with this. And I know the mothers right now are freaking out, thinking about insurance claims and medical bills. And another one. Why not? Now, this rope will never break. I know all the guys were like, come on, let's see something wipe out. This rope's never going to break. And uh, <laughs> there's going to get to be 11 dudes swinging on, <laughs> on this swing. And... Uh, Come on, get on there. Oh, yeah. But there's 11 of them swinging on, and it just keeps going. They don't stop. Look at that. Now, we know high risk equals high reward, right? When there's high risk, there's high reward. These guys walked away a little taller that day. They broke the record of nine on that rope swing before they got 11 they they've got the record for it now high risk a lot of times brings high reward hold fast jump out hold fast to god friends there is a very strong chance that you might be considered foolish in the eyes of the world for completely surrendering submitting jumping full in on the gospel of Jesus Christ and for the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I'm telling you, the rope won't break. It's high risk in the eyes of the world. What are you doing? Why are you starting to live like that? What, 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 why are you making those kinds of decisions? It's, it's high, incredibly high reward to just hold fast and reach out and take hold of God. Hold fast to him. When we see these words hold fast, it's the same meaning earlier in Hebrew with being united, inseparable to your wife. Later authors will continue to pick up on this theme and talk about our union with Christ, right? But this is the same language as with a wife, that you're united, you're, you're inseparable, you, you are locked and loaded. Hold fast, hold fast. You see, you and I have an operating system. I know we can get out our iPhones and Androids and talk about what's better operating systems or, you know, computers and all that stuff. And, but you and I have an operating system. It's, it's, it's what makes us tick. It's what we, 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 we get up to in the morning and then it's what, how we channel our life. It's what, how we process decisions and, 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 and how we're going to react and respond. And in a, a healthy operating system that's holding fast, to, to, to Jesus would realize this. Jesus rose victoriously over death, crushed the power of death, and the same Spirit that enabled that is now dwelling in me and is dwelling inside of you. Because of that, I, I'm an optimistic guy. I, I am hope-filled via Holy Spirit. And because of that, I can wake up every day and say, I can, I can, we can, because God can. That's the operating system. I can, we can, God can. Go ahead and say that with me. I can, we can, because God can. Now, anyone at any time can choose not to believe that. And when you don't believe that, it's going to be hard for your life. It, it's going to be hard to change. It's going to be hard to get to the place that God wants you to get to when you don't have this operating system. And when I say I can, I'm simply saying I can follow Jesus. I can be united to him. I can be inseparable from him, and I can be united forever with him. That's what we can. And that light bulb went off for me in college, as I've mentioned it's where I thought, my faith, I have to take responsibility for it. I have to own my own faith. Some of you did that earlier than college. Some of you did it later. Some of you are probably going maybe through that transition right now where you're realizing, hey, I've got to take a hold of this, my own faith. And so the question I just want to propose to you this morning that we have to wrestle with is simply this. Will my relationship with Jesus move from a weekend activity to a daily priority? Will it? Again, it's your choice. Hear me. Let me be very clear. Going to church as a weekly activity is a good thing. Going to church as a weekly activity is a good thing. But following Jesus as a daily activity is a great thing. Jesus ate spiritual food from the Father, okay? That, that's when we realize him in scriptures, we're seeing that's how he, his operating system. I can, you know, we can do this. God can. He, he would get spiritual food from his Father. He, he would do his will. But you know what the cool thing is? He, he would always give it away. He, he, would, he would get what I've received from the Father I now give to you. And that's how we should be in the community right now. We should be getting from the Father And just sharing that with the community around us. But Jesus did this. And and, and he he shared this with always giving it away. Old preacher P.T. Forsythe said this. Unless there is within us that which is above us, we shall soon yield to that which is about us. Friends, listen. Unless there is within us that which is above us, we shall soon yield to that which is about us. Friends, Jesus demonstrated this wonderfully, right? What was within him, all that the Father would give him. Did he ever succumb or yield to that around him? Absolutely not. There were mockers, there were, you know, all kinds of opposition he faced, temptation, everything that he faced, and he never he, he never yielded to it. Why? Well, Because he had within him that which was from above him. Hold fast. Hold fast to God. Jesus perfectly demonstrated how he held fast to the Father. Friends, you and I have an opportunity for love to be completely demonstrated in this world. We have the opportunity to have... We should be fluent in the language of love. We we should speak fluently in this because we're in a foreign country that's hostile. It's filled with pride. It's filled with with, with just where you're placed at. But as, as sons and daughters of the king and as future citizens of heaven, we should be fluent in love and we should be speaking this and surrounding it. This is what transforms us and changes us. That's why at 38 now, at 38 I look different than I did at 19. To be sure, I'm still a tall drink of water. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) come on, come on. I look different though, and it's you know not hairline, receding hairlines or change of clothes or anything like that. You 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 look different now. Because this past February marked nineteen years where I have decided to listen to the voice of God and hold fast to Him the best I can. And many of you have done that for much longer than me, and you have been an incredible example for me to look up to, for me to continue going down the path I'm going down. And I cannot thank you enough for that example but friends the core tenet of our faith is that we believe in the and hope in the fact that god can actually take each one of us and change us he can make us better and his transforming power is to come inside us day after day after day to bring out the best and why does he want to bring out the best he wants to bring out the best because that is his mission. That's the way the world will be reached is when we reach our potential in Christ for the world to see. So, it's easy then to look at the story of Moses. He gathers people around. He says, listen, guys, um, everything I've commanded you, it's easy. It's in you. just obey it. Love the Lord, your God. And these are the two things I have for you. Listen to His voice and hold fast to Him. The reason is because the mission of God will never change. In Genesis 12:3, God looks at Abraham and, and tells him, and, and starts a plan in motion. He says, "You're going to be my people." I'll be your God, but it's so important. 12.3 says, you will be a blessing to all the nations around the world. So we know that the whole mission of God is to have a people who will live in a certain way and to be a blessing to all nations. In Acts 1.8, Jesus says the same thing. Jesus says, I'm going away. I'm giving you the Holy Spirit so that you will be my witnesses to the ends of the earth. It's the same mission. The mission of God will not change. That God told Abraham, I will be with you. Jesus tells us, I will be with you via Holy Spirit. I will be with you. But here's, there's a point to all this, that if you call yourself a Christian, if you bear the name of Jesus, you should actually be a blessing in your surrounding community. You you should be blessing the people around you. That is this whole plan works. And how does it work? Well, it's two simple things. You listen to his voice and you do what he says. You you hold fast to it. We talked about Moses. Friends, we, we could go through the list. I mean, David, when he prayed for his son Solomon said, I pray for a perfect heart for these people i pray for a perfect heart and what's a perfect heart that he would keep all your commands and do it and build a life of that you, you look in james uh james the brother of jesus when he writes he says don't just listen to the word meaning you absolutely have to listen to the word but do what it says do what it says peter jumps on this and says listen Live your lives in such a way that the pagans around you will glorify God. And he says the way you will do that is to grow in grace and knowledge. Well, how am I going to grow in knowledge? I'm going to listen. How am I going to grow in grace? I'm going to hold fast to it because God is working on me. And as he works on me, I will be gracious to those around me. Friends, every leader in the scriptures that we read about, when they are parting or when they... You know things that they come back to? It's the two same things over and over. Listen to the voice of God. Hold fast to it. So, on behalf of my family, I can't say thank you enough for letting us journey this part, this leg of the journey to be experienced with you. And it's why I'm incredibly honored to just stand before you and just charge you and challenge you do this all the more do this all the more listen to his voice and hold fast to him you have been a huge blessing to me and my family and again i thank you for that I look forward to seeing how God will continue to transform and renew and just set a spark in this place for the community around. That's the mission of God. You can't get away from it. And I urge you and charge you to listen to that sweet voice and hold fast to Him. Let me pray. Lord, I thank You for this uh, moment. And I-, I thank You that in Christ alone, Uh, Our hope is found that in Christ alone, we have a firm foundation. In Christ alone, we can weather the storms and stand strong. In Christ alone, we will uh, progress. We will be transformed. We will be renewed. And we will be strengthened. Lord, you love your sons and daughters. And that is exactly who we are. So God, as the scriptures echo it all throughout, and as many have echoed it since then, we echo it now, Lord. May there be a great amount of grace and a great amount of mercy. Fill this place and fill all the precious souls in this room that they would listen to your voice, that they would hold fast to you, and that they would know that their life is you, that they would choose to live in life that it may go well for them and their families and Lord now as sincerely as I know how I speak a blessing over them that may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God our Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all Amen.